Hello, everybody, and welcome to the inaugural podcast of the Live Longer the podcast series. My name is Dr. Millicent Stone, and I'm delighted to welcome you all to listen to this podcast series about a topic that I'm extremely passionate about. I feel my purpose in life is to enable people to live longer, healthier lives. I was inspired recently, having gone back to study entrepreneurship at Cambridge University by the wonderful Changemakers programme. I've become an ambassador and we thought that we would get together in collaboration with Changemakers at Homerton College and produce a series to enable people to think about health in a different way. And so was born the Live Longer, the podcast. Our inaugural series will focus on the art of healthy longevity. I'm fascinated by art. Personally, when I look at art, it helps me feel better. And in this series, I'm going to talk to a range of artists from young to middle aged to old, mixed medias, video, photography and architecture. And I'm sure that their stories will be incredibly inspiring. The Changemakers programme is incredibly important to the students at the university. And I think we're going to be very, very honoured to have our first guest who herself is a student today. We're living in dark times. For the last year, the country has been in lockdown. Spring is coming. I can hear the birds in the air. And I'm so looking forward to getting out and about and looking at art and engaging with art again. As a doctor, of course, we give the best medicine and embrace all that science has to offer to enable our patients to get a better outcome. But what else can we offer to our patients and what can our patients do? So it got me thinking and there was born the art of healthy longevity. Believe it or not, there is data that even by engaging in art just once or twice a week can actually reduce mortality. My first guest, who's our inaugural guest in this podcast series, is a wonderful young lady. Her youth belies her maturity, her intelligence, empathy, and her incredible talent as an artist. Can you believe it? She's a sixth form student at Audley College. I met her when she applied for work experience at the request of one of my colleagues for my digital health technology company, Iona. I was so impressed when I met her by her keen interest and dedication. And also we discovered her talent as an artist. She's going to talk to us a little bit about her work. But most inspiring of all, she set up a gallery online, the Silver Lining Gallery for Make-A-Wish Foundation. She inspires us all and she's also aspiring to be a doctor herself. So join me in welcoming Charlotte Froud. Charlotte, welcome. Hi, Millie. Thank you so much for that. I'm so happy to be here today. Well, it's a pleasure to have you and I'm sure the students are really looking forward to hearing what we're going to chat about in the next short while. Charlotte, I'd like to start off and ask you, um, clearly I've been looking at your artwork um, I've even commissioned your artwork and so has my daughter commissioned a piece. So we're well familiar in our family um, uh, of your artwork, but tell me what the inspiration behind your artwork is. Well, I think for me, there's not just one thing that inspires me for my artwork. I feel like there's there's many different things that can, um, you know, make me decide to do a piece of artwork. Sometimes it's kind of expressing different thoughts I have in things. And then there's a level at which it's also just a way of kind of relaxing for me and something that I just enjoy engaging with. So it really varies. So do you find it relaxing to paint, Charlotte? Yes. Yeah, I definitely. I find that. Um, when I'm painting, it's kind of 
very much you kind of create a bit of a space in your head just to thinking about exactly what you're doing at that moment and just really lovely. Do you paint what you feel? So if you feel down or if you feel happy or do you paint to feel better? Well, I mean, I find painting is rewarding, definitely, because there's something about creating something that's completely unique to you, which is it's really special. But rather than painting for what I feel, I tend to paint as if either I see something that I think is really beautiful and I want to capture it, or I have a thought that I want to kind of express. Like, for example, a portrait I did of myself with a snake and it was all about perception. That portrait was incredible. Um, when you showed me that, I knew you had talent. Tell me a little bit about it. I mean, it's a picture of the most beautiful, peaceful um, looking woman with a snake wrapped around her head. I mean, how come she's so calm when she has a snake wrapped around your head? <laughs> well, the reason I did it was it kind of I'd be studying in my English GCSE recently about the different perceptions that people have and what a big impact it can make on us and I decided to do that painting with the kind of snake wrap around the head because I felt like the snake is a really interesting and complex symbol that can just it's got so many different meanings from different cultures and different things of for example you could interpret it as it can be a symbol of evil or it could be a symbol of rebirth or fertility or there's so many different ways it can be taken and I think that's one thing that's special about art is that it can be taken differently by so many people and I just enjoy to try and see what I can get people to see. Fascinating and of course when I saw that first I mentioned how the snake and the serpent is an important symbol in medicine. Yes yeah. So what about the other um, portrait of the it's called the blues it's a stunning piece of this wonderful, peaceful-looking woman on a blue background entitled The Blues. What were you thinking when when you did that? Were you thinking about expressing a blue mood or overcoming one? Again, it kind of comes down to the sort of looking at colour and thinking what an impact colours can have on the way we interpret things again. For example, when you watch a movie, just the shift in kind of if they bring the tones brighter or more dull what the sort of how it can change the scene and I wanted to experiment with that with a portrait so I went for this kind of very peaceful face just so not to kind of you know make any sort of change the mood already and then I decided to do the entire painting using just this tone of blue called ultramarine because I wanted to see what what sort of image it would create Excellent. Yes, I see. Well, when I look at it, I felt very peaceful. I felt I was in a secure bed of sea and protected. So maybe um, that's something that other um, people would resonate with if they were feeling blue and feel that they weren't alone. Yeah, I feel like that's a really lovely thing about art is it can kind of, people can connect with it in their own individual way, but then it can also, there's also a sense of community and people being able to you know, look at it together and things. Yes. And of course, um, with all the galleries shut down now, um, it's hard to get access to art. So having it online is is very important. And we're going to come to your online gallery in a minute. But first of all, I just want to ask you also, there's a real strong theme of nature going through your paintings. There's beautiful um, dogs that look so happy and content, a fox that's sharp and ready for action and, and a really clever owl what draws you to nature? Is it again the sense of 
wanting to connect with um, peace and, and the outside world? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I love going out into nature and taking, I mean, especially since lockdown, I've seen that there's a lot of things that I would normally do I haven't been able to do. One of the things I've really enjoyed being able to do is get outside and I find it really just lovely to see the beauties of nature. And I think it's kind of partially an appreciation of that in my work. And yeah. Well, I think um, many people aren't so fortunate to be able to get out into the countryside. And if you're locked down in a tiny apartment, as many of our fellow society members have been um, um, over the last year, it might be good that they draw inspiration from your artwork too engage with art when they can't actually participate in it physically yeah because I think even if you can't get out into nature I think art is an amazing way to still get that sort of benefit of immersing yourself in it just even if it's like a little capsule or like a little pot of flowers or something just to kind of because there's something about art which really it gets you to observe the detail and of the beauty of the little things Yes, indeed. And talking about the little things, what about the owl and the eyes? I mean, were you thinking of capturing, you know, the soul of an individual through focusing in on the eyes or was that unintentional? It's kind of something I'm slightly subconsciously drawn towards because I find it really interesting how with animals, there's some ways they're really similar to us and they're these living creatures, but we can't really understand exactly what they're thinking. So I guess that's kind of why I kind of drawn towards the eyes as a kind of a sort of sight into them a way of looking into them if you like yeah interesting so um you know with art um i mentioned um at the beginning that there is some data that it, by participating in art once or twice a week that it may in fact help prolong our lives and of course the name of this podcast is live longer do you think that you engaging with art is better for your life and may help you live longer? Or are there aspects of art, for example, studying art at school that may be bad for you and you'd like to segregate the pleasure from the work aspect? I mean, yeah, no, I would love to. Um, I love the idea that engaging in art, I think it does have a really beneficial impact. I think it's really well known that I think the expression that it allows you and the kind of capsule of sort of relaxation that it gives is really good for our mental well-being. I think, yeah, for me, doing art at school, I think there's a lovely sort of sense of community within the art department. And then there's also this kind of, there's also a value in since I've, I'm no longer studying it as a subject, since I've started doing it just as out of my own enjoyment, there's also a sort of a value in that and taking the pressure out of it and turning it into something that it's just... It's something I don't need to do as a chore, but just something I can just treasure as a way to relax. Yeah, that's a very good point, Charlotte. What about any advice for for students who might be listening now on and how they can engage with art? Because not everybody is blessed with the talents that you have. Um, but but can they still get a benefit from immersing themselves in art? And any advice on how they could engage with art? Yeah, totally. So I think that it's not about necessarily how good the art you produces because I think it's all the real value in the artwork is that it's individuality and that you're starting with this kind of this blank canvas and what you're doing with it is you're not just looking at what you've got in that moment you're thinking about what you're going to produce and you're kind of being working with it to create something that you're really you may be proud of or 
<laughs> even if you're not so proud of you still you still kind of have this experience of creativity and making your own choices about what you want to do with it and being in your own space really mm, that's good about well choice is important and clearly with the whole country being under lockdown for very good reasons um, it is important to have this freedom of expression perhaps art can can offer that charlotte I was researching your artwork in preparation for this podcast and I noticed you've set up an online gallery, the Silver Lining Gallery, with the proceeds going towards Make-A-Wish Foundation. Tell me a little bit about that. What was your inspiration? How does it work? How can we help? How can we support this initiative? Yeah, so I've set up this online gallery called the Silver Lining Gallery, which is selling my artwork and commissions with all the sales and the money raised from these sales going towards the Make-A-Wish UK charity, um, which is this amazing, incredible personal charity which grants wishes to critically ill children and their families. It was an idea that was born in the first lockdown as I started to realise what an impact and how difficult it can be having something that's out of your control, having such an impact on your life. And I heard lots of friends making comments like, oh, well, you know, we're missing all these experiences that we would normally have or that we, you know, we feel like we should be getting at this stage in our lives. And it made me think that how it must be for children who, as a result of their illnesses, are not necessarily able to have all the childhood experiences that they might want to have. So that kind of, it really inspired me to combine this passion that I have for art and use it to help raise money and enable these children to have these wishes, which are kind of like a silver lining for them in a difficult situation. Amazing. And, and has there been any particular child that you've been able to help? Obviously, don't tell us any names, but um, any particular case that you're thinking that your work has benefited? Yes, of course. Yes. So, um, as I said, it's a really lovely personal um, charity and they've been in touch with me, which is really special. And they've um, let me know that um, I've helped enable a child who's obviously got a, um, an illness to have this um, wish come true, which was a magical Christmas at home. So during lockdown, they kind of brought in a Santa and a snowman and they kind of made this kind of Christmas celebration sort of thing for him, which must have been completely magical and so special. Oh, wonderful. So you really were bringing wellness right into the heart of his home, even though he had a, obviously must have been a challenging disease if he couldn't get out to enjoy these things outside. So that's incredible, Charlotte. Well done on your work. And um, we will put a notice to all of our listeners to your Just Giving page. Maybe um, people would give some um, donations to this very, very excellent cause. Well done, Charlotte. Thank you so much. Thank you. Finally, this takes me and, and ties in nicely because doing something like that shows that you have huge empathy. You want to do good. So it's literally no surprise to me that you want to do medicine as a career. Um, tell me about, about that and, and what motivates you to do medicine. So I'm really drawn towards medicine because I see it as more than just a career. I feel like it gives it gives me this sense of purpose. And I think it, it's this amazing commitment towards making a difference to people and sort of there's a sort of lifelong learning and I just I really wanted to make as I said make a difference to people 
but seeing friends and family with the how what an impact health has on their lives but also how significant a good doctor can be in helping the quality and trajectory of their lives and I really wanted to be able to support people and be there for them in a vulnerable moment. Well that's amazing and I'm sure you will Charlotte and finally assuming I'm sure you will um study medicine and I'm sure you will be an incredible um, doctor or nurse, whichever aspect of medicine you choose to go into. But bearing in mind that this podcast is in conjunction with Homerton Changemakers and the whole point about Changemakers is to do good and change the world for the good. Is there anything that you'd like to change and, and how might you use art to change the world for the better? And what advice could you offer the Homerton Changemaker students in this regard? I think Art is a really great way, especially at the moment, I think lots of people are very isolated as a result of the lockdown. And I think art is a really great way of not just giving people a purpose beyond themselves, because I think that's something we all need in life, is a sense of community and a purpose beyond ourselves. And I feel like art can help provide that in the sense that if people are doing art together, then, I mean, at the moment, I'm trying to set up an online art class for at, um, a care home. I feel like art together can, you know, give people that sense of support. But also, I feel like the, the being able for people planning for the future, like I mentioned, and thinking about what they want to make and having that sort of something they can really get stuck into is just really valuable and just helps people. So definitely, I would say get involved. <laughs> Should you end up at Cambridge doing your medical degree, you'll have to come on board to the Changemakers programme because we need people like you, Charlotte. It's an amazing programme. I've been looking at it online. I just think it's so inspiring. Yes, I, I feel it's a very rewarding experience and I encourage all of our students who have the opportunity to participate in Changemakers to do so. Yes. Well, Charlotte, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. You are a source of inspiration um, to me and to the students and to members of the public who are listening and tuning into this first inaugural podcast for Live Longer, the podcast, The Art of Healthy Longevity. I encourage you all to check out Charlotte's gallery, the Silver Lining Gallery and her Just Giving page. It's a great cause. And thank you so much, Charlotte, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Millie. It's been such a pleasure to have a chat with you today. Thank you. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that conversation with Charlotte Froud as much as I did. What an inspiring young lady she is indeed. Tune in next week for my conversation with Wendy Holt, a Cornish artist whose focus is particularly women and the sense of self and identity. It's going to be a fascinating discussion. I look forward to welcoming you all back to Live Longer, the podcast next week. Thanks for listening.